0: God has given us the zone of Thanksgiving to combat the pressure, anxiety, stress, illnesses of isolation. He's given us the power of Thanksgiving to combat the circumstances that we're facing now.
1: Sounds to me like that's a zone worth visiting, a zone worth staying in. Welcome to Moody Presents. I'm John Gager. Our message today, by the way, The Thanksgiving Zone, this is part two, and our teacher, as always, Dr. Mark Joan, president of the Moody Bible Institute and founding pastor of New Life Community Church. Our text is Colossians chapter three. I love this book, and the third chapter in particular, verses 15 through 17, full of great Thanksgiving wisdom for us. We're learning today how to fight isolation, how to fight fear through Thanksgiving, And along the way, we discovered that thanksgiving helps us to live on purpose. There's a lot to be said for developing a thankful spirit. But let's turn things over now to our teacher, Dr. Mark Jove on Moody Presents.
0: In your decision-making process in life, let he be the one that rule over your emotions. Uh, uh, A judge makes a ruling. An umpire makes a ruling. He calls the shots foul ball or good ball. Uh, he's able to call. So when, our, when we're stressed out, when we have circumstances that overwhelm us, the peace of God calls it out and says um, his grace is bigger than that. Uh, the blood of Jesus has covered that. He, he, he calls it out. He rules over our emotions and over our hearts. Uh, let him rule in your hearts, he says, since... As members of one body, now he's talking about the people of God, we are connected to a community. And how are we connected to each other? Uh, the church was birthed in the, on the day of Pentecost. Uh, most scholars believe that the church was born on the day of Pentecost. Why? Because it was on the day of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit is our wireless connection to one another. We are one body. Jesus is the head. We are connected to one another via the Holy Spirit. We all have gifts and we are connected to each other and meant to encourage and instruct and rebuke and love and care for one another as the prompting of the Holy Spirit knits it all together. So he says, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. That's our calling. And then it says something very interesting. In the midst of this, he says, "And be thankful." Now, this is the common thread that's found in this passage. And, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says, "In everything, and what? Everything. In everything give thanks, for this is God's will in Christ Jesus." Now, once in a while, i have people come up to me and say, Pastor, Pastor, what's the will of God for my life? And I always say, you need to start with what you know. And here's what I do know, that it is God's will for you to have an attitude of thanksgiving in everything. Do you got that? In everything. That means no matter, even in social isolation, even in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of a recession, in the midst of social unrest, in the midst of some violence around us, God says, my will, what is his will? His perfect will is that we give thanks in everything. So, what's this mean? Well, when the peace of God And when we're operating in thanksgiving, the peace of God acts like an umpire when there's anger, envy, passions arise, and it restrains us. And thanksgiving does something powerful in our lives, by the way. Um, I read to you what isolation does to us. Some of the doctors told us the detrimental effects of isolation. But, you know, studies have been done also about thanksgiving and the effects. Secular studies, for example... Uh, one study that was done by a psychologist in the Univer- University of California says this. Dozens of studies have found that gratitude can improve well-being, can even help people curb depression and anxiety, improve cholesterol, hello, and get better sleep. Wow. What is that, a medication? No. It's the power of Thanksgiving. Now, notice... I read earlier that, that doctors say that social isolation causes depression, causes sickness. The antidote to, uh, to some of this, if we can't get together yet and life can't go back to normal yet, the antidote to this is the power of thanksgiving. Uh, another uh, psychologist in at Eastern Washington University uh, he says, grateful people engage in more exercise, have better dietary behavior, are less likely to smoke, and abuse alcohol. Many studies have shown that grateful people tend to be happier overall. Come on. A psychologist is discovering this, but God has. Stated a long time ago that in everything we are to give thanks in other words If you are a follower of Jesus if you are a believer then your natural default mode Your natural default mode should be the attitude of Thanksgiving in other words Thanksgiving is a positive focus on what is going well and a grateful spirit that honors the person that makes it go well and that is God himself So a a, a spirit of thanksgiving Is saying, yeah, I know I'm in the middle of COVID, but thank you, Lord, that I'm still breathing. And thank you, Lord, that I'm still well. Thank you that I have a roof over my head. And thank you that you're in control, God. Thank you that the sun is shining. I may not be in Florida right now, but hey, it's hot down in Florida. I'm in Chicago. Thank you, Lord. It's a spirit that says, I'm going to be content. I'm going to focus on what's going well because my God is in control and he sits upon the throne. So, that's the first thing I want you to understand. Not only does it help maintain relational peace, and and by the way, uh, when we are thankful, we're less crabby, less grouchy, less critical, and less cynical. Uh, How many of you have found yourself a little bit more harder to get along with these days? The stress, the pressure has made some people more crabbier, more critical. Uh, I see people snapping more rapidly. I've seen people get into a lot of uh, social media arguments. It seems like there's a lot of volatility right now. And um, grateful, thankful people, it. It uh, helps diffuse the critical the uh, negative uh, because when you're grateful and thankful there's a positive sense of God is at work and I'm grateful for what God is doing and so it it helps it oils our relationships and helps our relationships move forward secondly what we learn is that Thanksgiving helps maintain spiritual renewal look at what it says in verse 16 Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs from the Spirit, singing to God, here it goes, this translation says, with gratitude in your hearts. So not only does Thanksgiving help our relational peace with other people, but Thanksgiving also helps us maintain our spiritual renewal.
1: You're listening to Moody Presents with Dr. Mark Job. You know, here on Moody Presents, we cover so much biblical teaching that you will undoubtedly want to go back and visit our website to hear these programs again. I find it helpful. I really do. While you're there, you can visit the many ministries of the Moody Bible Institute as well. You can also visit Bold Steps, and that's Dr. Mark Jobe's daily teaching program, all at moodypresents.org. That's moodypresents.org. Back to today's message now, The Thanksgiving Zone, Part 2. Here's Pastor Mark.
0: The Apostle Paul is telling them, hey, the message of Christ needs to dwell in you richly. I I love that expression, by the way. Uh, The message of Christ shouldn't just be salted on us. It should dwell within us richly, powerfully. It should saturate every part of our being, every fiber of our body, every neuron in our brain should be saturated with the message of Christ because we are followers of Jesus And as we are richly saturated with the message of Christ, what does that mean? The good news that we are forgiven, that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God, that He has a purpose and a plan for our life, that He reigns sovereign. And when we're saturated with the Word and the message of Christ, then what happens is that we have opportunities to teach and to encourage and to uh, worship God through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and sing and, with gratitude to God. In other words, when we are richly saturated with the message of Christ, and there's a spirit of thanksgiving, then it overflows in spiritual renewal in our lives. I love that it says, singing to God with gratitude. This translation says, with gratitude in our hearts. Actually, the word used there for gratitude is the word charis, which is the word for grace with unmerited grace and favor in our lives that causes us to be grateful to God. Um, it's, it's a powerful expression here. And, um, and, and I, I just want to remind you that all throughout Scripture, people that are full of the Spirit of God are people that overflow in a spirit of praise and thanksgiving often. I believe that gratitude and thanksgiving is the attitude, should be the attitude of believers. If there hasn't been thanksgiving coming out of your lips recently, then I'm gonna tell you something you're not walking in the Spirit. If you have become critical, disgruntled, unhappy, joyless, negative, viewing the world through a dark lens, then you have allowed the enemy. To distort the vision of reality because God is in control, and when God is in control, there is something to be thankful for. Uh, listen to what it tells us in Psalms chapter twenty-eight, verse seven. It says, "The Lord is my strength and my shield. Yes, my heart trusts in Him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart exults, and with my song I shall thank Him. Why?" because he is my strength and my shield. Psalm 69 verse 30 says this, I will praise the name of the Lord with song and shall magnify him with thanksgiving. In other words, when I'm singing, I'm gonna magnify God with thanksgiving. I'm gonna bless him and tell him what I'm grateful for. Psalms 95 verse one through six says, O come, Let us sing for joy to the Lord. And let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. There it goes again. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all other gods. Here's what I'm telling you believers. I want you to know that in this time of stress, this time of social isolation, God has given us the zone of thanksgiving to combat The uh, pressure, anxiety, stress, uh, illnesses of isolation. He's given us the power of thanksgiving to combat the circumstances that we're facing now. And then lastly, not only does it help us maintain relational peace, it helps us maintain spiritual renewal. But finally, it helps us to live on purpose as well verse 17 says this. And whatever you do, say whatever. Okay. Now, I, usually when my, you know, when my daughter was a teenager and she said whatever, it came with a rolling of the eyes. I'm like, no, don't tell me whatever. So, but, but in this case, I'll allow you to say it. And whatever you do, that means it doesn't matter if you're washing dishes changing attire like I had to do this past week uh, working at a job on a zoom call driving in Chicago traffic help me Jesus whatever you do whether in word or deed in others whether it's something that you're speaking or whether it's something that you're actually doing in action listen he says do it all In the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever we do from the moment we get up in the morning to the moment we go to bed at night, we should have this mentality that says, I'm doing everything today in Jesus' name. I'm driving in Jesus' name. I'm eating breakfast in Jesus' name. I'm talking to my wife in Jesus' name. I'm doing my work in Jesus' name. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, exercising in Jesus' name. Listen, if you can't do it in Jesus' name, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Have you ever thought about that? If you can't do it in Jesus' name, you can't be doing it. You can't. You can't say I'm cussing in Jesus' name. No, no, that that doesn't work. I'm getting drunk in Jesus' name. No, 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 no. You can't do that. You can do a lot in Jesus' name, but if you can't do it in Jesus' name, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And this is what he says: Do it all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving. Th- Here it goes again. Giving thanks to God the Father. Through him. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. So, here's the thing. This is a powerful passage. It's it's telling us that in this thanksgiving zone, God, when we embrace an attitude of saying, I'm going to choose an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving, I'm going to bless the Lord instead of cursing, complaining, being critical. What happens is when we embrace an attitude of thanksgiving on a regular basis, it starts to smooth out our relationships because when you're thankful, you even start to look at people differently. You start to be grateful for what people are doing instead of finding the faults in what people are doing. Can I tell you this? if you have the lens of bitterness towards your husband or towards your wife, there's nothing that they can do that you're going to celebrate because through the the lenses of bitterness, you will nitpick at everything they do wrong. Listen, teenager that's living at home right now, if you have a little bit of an attitude towards your parents, there's nothing that they can do right because you're going to nitpick roll your eyes, and find everything they do wrong. When we start operating in the attitude of thanksgiving, I can guarantee that if you get up in the morning and you say, God, the very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to spend some time in thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, that I'm breathing today. Thank you, Lord, that the sun is shining. Thank you, Lord, that... My car still runs. Oh, the door may not open, and it may be a little rusted, but I'm still blessing your name that I can get around. Thank you that I have something to eat. It may not be a uh, the biggest juicy steak, but it's Chick-fil-A, and thank you, Lord Jesus, that I can still eat. Thank you for your goodness. When you start focusing on what is right, thanking God for what is right, what happens is it changes your attitude towards, towards people, towards the congregation, towards relationships around you it affects your peace inside of your heart listen it gives you spiritual renewal people that are continually focused on what is wrong and complaining it drains them if you've been critical or if you have been anxious or stressed out basically what you're doing is you're focusing on what's wrong why someone's not doing this what's the economy gonna look like what if I get sick? What if I don't recover? What if my kid gets sick? What if my husband gets sick? What if my job lets me go? What if, you know, my, my 20-year-old son gets caught up in some violence on the streets? And you start to go down that road, you'll be constantly worried, constantly overwhelmed, and negative. It saps your joy. But when you start to operate in thanksgiving, there's something that's released in the spiritual world that renews your spirit. God's atmosphere is the atmosphere of thanksgiving. The angels worship around the throne of God. The people of God, when they are filled with the spirit, they bless the Lord and they thank the Lord. And so when people are full of the spirit, they are grateful people. That means that when God saturates you, you start To give thanks. And when you continue to operate in the spirit of thanksgiving, it renews your spirit. It refreshes your soul. It allows the Spirit of God to fill you in a fresh, new way. And lastly, as I said, it helps you to live on purpose because when you determine whatever I do, I'm going to do it in the name of Jesus with thanksgiving. Not like, okay, I'm going to love my spouse in the name of Jesus, but I'm not really happy about it. No, no. I'm going to love my spouse in Jesus' name, and I'm going to be thankful that you give me the power to love them. In other words, I'm grateful, Lord Jesus. There's something that happens. It changes our circumstances around, and we begin to live in a different way. So as I close our time together, here's what I want to say if you have been deeply affected and disrupted by the isolation and various disruptive factors of COVID-19, the recession, the social unrest, if your spirit has been troubled, if anxiety has risen, if you feel disoriented, if you feel more sickly in your body, then I'm going to say, God, even though the circumstances may not change for a while because I'm not sure when everything is going to go back to the new normal, but I, but I do believe that God has given you an antidote to the anxiety, depression, that, and stress that you're feeling, and that antidote is to live in the zone of thanksgiving and do what the Spirit of God is beckoning you to do even right now. And so I'm, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Wherever you're at right now, Uh, maybe you're in your kitchen, maybe in in your living room, maybe you're in your car, maybe you're in a suburb of Chicago, in a neighborhood of Chicago. Maybe you're in Europe right now or Africa or South America watching this. I want you to pause if you can. I want you to raise your hands towards heaven. Unless you're driving, please don't do that. I want you to raise your hand towards heaven even right now. Go ahead, do it. Do it. doesn't matter who's around you. And I want you, to, I want you to let your lips start to thank God for his goodness. Go ahead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank him that you have breath. Thank him that he's on the throne. Yeah, thank him that he loves you. Thank Him that He cares for you. Yeah, that's right. Give Him praise that you have a bed to sleep on, a roof over your head. Give Him thanks that you have people in your life that you can call up and pray with. Oh yeah, circumstances may not be what you want, but give Him thanks for the good that you see. In fact, no, I want you to give Him thanks for the future that you have. And Thank him for the future of your children. Don't don't speak curses or criticism or negativity over your own life and future. Start to thank God that he's in control. Thank God that he holds your future. And thank God that he is sovereign. Begin to thank him right now. Come on, people. Some of you haven't thanked God for a long, long, long time. And we are bursting, we are bursting the... A power of isolation and we're creating a zone of thanksgiving in which we experience the love of God and the power of God in a fresh new way because we are choosing to worship and thank God in the spirit. Bless your holy name. Hey, I hope that this entire week you would take this message to your soul, to your heart, and just like you did a minute ago, thanking God, I hope that tomorrow morning that you wake up, the very first thing that you do is start operating in Thanksgiving. And throughout your day, you will see a major difference when you start to operate in the Thanksgiving zone. God bless you.
1: Encouragement from Dr. Mark Job to stay in the Thanksgiving zone, helping us to live on purpose. That's the spirit of Thanksgiving, right? Well, I'm John Geiger saying thanks for listening today. And could I encourage you to visit our website? I, uh, I know I often mention it, but it's a, it's a great resource for tools to help you take that next step in your walk with Christ, including the ability to listen to every single message here on the program again. Uh, the other day I was listening to a Bible teacher and uh, I was blessed to hear that teacher one time and I said, I got to hear it again. So I did. Uh, that's how it is with Dr. Mark Job, I think. These messages deserve to be heard again. And you'll find them at moodypresents.org, moodypresents.org. Thanks for listening today and for sharing us with your friends. I'm John Giger, inviting you back for more of Moody Presents next time, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.